0: No catch up Chicago.
1: What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago. For Chicago, by Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little.
0: Nick the Quick's in here as always. Not a victory Monday. Not a victory Monday. Not a victory Monday.
1: We're in here on Monday, though.
0: Yeah, in here on Monday. Had to.
1: Which is which is popping. Yeah, had to. I apologize that um we're a couple minutes late on the stream. We had some technical figuring out to do wanted to make sure yes, that we got everything popping correctly. Uh-huh. Um Fred Hoiberg, out.
0: Out, yeah.
1: As the coach of the Chicago Bulls. Uh-huh. Long time coming. I'm not really sure. We'll see.
0: Very Bulls move.
1: Very Bulls move. Bullsiest,
0: bullsiest move. Top 10 Bullsiest move of all time, but yeah.
1: No doubt. Um, Bears taking L in New York. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. We got the Rams coming in town, and then we're going to do a little national roundup. Mike McCarthy's out in Green Bay. Yep. College football playoff. The list goes on. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. The list goes on. Yeah, we, we got a lot of stuff to talk about.
0: What's going on with you? Not too much, man. Uh, shit, you know. Had, had a nice little Sunday yesterday. Actually saw you. We went up to, uh, shout out to the Bird's Nest. Yeah. Best wings in the city. They were actually on point this time. I know last time we went over there, Um, you know, not as good, but uh, it was really really good last time or last night, so Fire. They were super Fire. on point. On they point. were super on yeah. point yesterday. Chopped it um, up with the owner a little bit outside. So he said he's been in business twenty three years. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, the owner
0: of Bird's
1: Nest looks exactly like you think the owner of Bird's, Bird's Nest, Nest looks yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. If you like, if you want to know the owner of a bar that sells wings all day and is a like a football, pretty and,
0: much a dive bar a dive with the bar best with, wings in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: 100%. this dude looked exactly like one hundred
0: percent. He's <laughs> probably he's probably rolling in the dough too.
1: Super scraggly beard. Yeah. Didn't have a belt on his pants nah. like <laughs> that. Clean like, cleaned up beer bottles outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, shout out to him, man. Exactly.
0: Runs a, run's a great establishment for Sunday football. It was fire. Go yeah. check out as if you haven't already. This great.
1: Yo, really quick, bro. I, I have a tragedy on my hands. Okay. Like a personal tragedy. What happened? So recently, I've been putting on my kicks and they've been feeling tight, bro. Like they like they're too small. So I'm like, all right, maybe this is like a pair of my J's. Yeah. Like maybe these J's, like, I put on a pair of my Cement Threes. They were small. Yeah. And I'm like, are these just are these just the J's? Like maybe I haven't broken them in yet. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever, right? Every other pair of kicks I've been putting on, bro, have been tight. Like are they all the Jordans or like every or my every J's, shoe? My Vans, yeah. my Converse, everything is tight. And I'm like, yo, what is like, am I, is my foot getting bigger, right? Yeah. So I looked up. Can your foot get bigger when you get older? And bro, my like I was reading this shit um, from podiatrist. That's a, that's the foot doctor, yeah. right? Over the years of pounding on your feet, your ligaments can loosen up, and like basically your feet elongate l- and flatten out, and they get bigger. And I think that's what's happening to me, J. That's
0: crazy, man! You're having a growth spurt at thirty. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up.
1: So basically. <laughs> All my 11s are like obsolete now. Right. I wear an 11 and a half now, so yeah. I got to buy all new kids. Oh, the half
0: size. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the hook. So that's crazy. I got you with the hook. If anybody, if anybody <laughs> that hasn't got- happened to me. I'm a 13. I've been a 13 solidly now for like eight years, if not, no, shit, probably like 15 years, if not longer. So I have not noticed any feet growth. If anything, I feel like my feet get smaller, like shoes that didn't used to wear, especially with Jordans, though. Jordans are always tight. That's like low key a, Jordans are the most uncomfortable shoes in the world to wear. If you're talking about gym shoes, that's any re-release that's exactly is exactly what I thought, bro.
1: I'm like, okay, maybe yeah. it's just these Jays. Like, nah, J's, they're not that comfy.
0: They're not comfortable to wear all day. Like, they're but not comfortable bro, shoes. Every
1: pair of kicks I put on, man, now I'm, I'm hot. Yeah, bro. I don't know I'm about sick. the rest
0: of them, but I, I do know the Jays run tight and they're not comfortable.
1: I went from 11 and I went from 11 to 11 and a half in like a week, bro.
0: You got to replace. I got you you to upgrade, upgrade, man. Replenish. You got to return in an upgrade, man. <laughs> Turn in, get the new joints.
1: All right, let's talk. Yeah. Fred Hoiberg out as the Chicago Bulls head coach. Three seasons. Three and a half. Yeah, three and Um, a half. Um, three and a quarter. Three and a quarter, whatever you want to call this.
0: Three and a third. Three and this. Three and this. Um, Give
1: me your first thoughts, because I woke up, and it was like the first thing hot off the press when yeah. I woke up. I was like, yo.
0: So I was already up. I get up pretty early for work on Monday, so I'm watching Get Up yeah um, shout out get up oh yeah. we're always watching get up <laughs> um shout out greenberg Yeah. yes yeah, so i'm watching get up and it comes across the screen and so that's when i shoot down the goose. test like yo hoiberg fired um my first reaction was wow just wow like wow 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 obviously i've never been a fred fan i've never thought that he's a long-term fit for the bulls whatever but just the fact that they did it now right this this is the time that they decided to do it like monday morning after the loss to Houston, after Markkanen's first game back, is when you decide to relieve him of his duties, and I just... I don't know, man. One of the first thoughts was, what what did they see recently that made them decide that now was the time to pull the trigger on him? Because you really didn't give him a chance this year, right? The whole roster's been hurt. If you want to talk about developing young players, he hasn't had Markkanen, he hasn't had Dunn, he hasn't had Valentine, he hasn't had Bobby Portis, right? So you can't judge him. It's not fair to judge him off of this roster that he's been playing with for the last 25 games, so at what point did they decide that he wasn't the guy and you know what why not wait it out and why not give him a chance to see what happens with this roster so what this tells me is this is something that they've wanted to do all year right if not from the beginning of the season they wanted to do it but for whatever reason they burned a quarter of the season and then decided to fire him it's the most bullshit ever it's the most guard packs move at most packs move of all time and it does nothing for us you know if anything Obviously, Hoiberg was a good fit for marketing last year, right? Like, his system worked out for marketing So, developing marketing is key to what the Bulls want to do. Why would you fire Hoiberg, right? At least fire him at the end of the year, get a new offensive coach in, whatever. But why would you fire him as soon as marketing comes back and then replace it with a defensive guy, right? So, again, it doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. You might as well let him ride out the rest of the year. It makes the Bulls organization look more unstable than it already has looked. And it's just more—it's more, more packs bullshit.
1: We were talking earlier. I don't even remember what it was about, but you were saying that if it's time to fire, it was Quinville. Yeah. You were saying when it's time to go, it's time to go middle of yeah. the season. So what's different here now? I don't understand. To me,
0: that was a little bit different of a situation. Quinville obviously still had his players playing, and 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 it just wasn't working anymore. For Horberg, you couldn't. There's no way you evaluated him off of those first twenty three games. So to me, there was no advantage to getting a fresh voice. For the Hawks, their season was still salvageable, right? So it was time to go. They felt they had the talent. They didn't have the right voice, so they brought somebody else in. We didn't have the talent. You could bring in Greg Popovich. We're not making the playoffs, right? So my point is this. If if you want to truly evaluate him, evaluate him with the players that he's expected to play with. Wait for Portis to come back. Wait for Dunn to come back. Marketing came back for one game, and then you decide to fire him? Let them ride out the year. Let them ride out the year. I mean, it's crazy to me that this is what they woke up and decided to do with one game of marketing coming back, and he's your franchise cornerstone.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I just don't understand, like, the why now. Like, I woke up, and I was like, okay, he's fired. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But I didn't really understand the timing whatsoever. Like, why, like, right now?
0: Why right now? Why, Why today?
1: I, yeah, like, what, I just didn't understand. I was trying to, like, figure out, was it the record? Was it the <laughs> the players? Was it – I I just was like, all right, like, did they just – could it be that they just fell in love with Boylan so much and thought he'd be – like, he – from what Paxton was saying, and we're going to get into the presser, it sounds like they want Boylan to be the head coach for the for – the, foreseeable future could it just be like hey they had a conversation with Boylan they kind of agreed and and, and what was wrong with the team they agreed with like Boylan and, and Gar packs had a conversation and they agreed with what's wrong with the team right now and maybe they thought Boylan could lead them in that direction
0: Boy, there must be a hell of a salesman. I mean, that's... Right. You know what I mean? Hey, coach, you know, I'm sorry, Gar. Like, you know, this is, this is what I think right. needs to happen. Like, no, I don't think that's it. I think it's another example of, again, man, this is what Paxson does, man. Before the shit really hits the fan and it points at him, he finds a scapegoat. Listen to this. This is the seventh coach... The seventh coach. That was the fifth, though. No? no, listen, listen. The okay. seventh coach to serve under John Paxson since he's been in charge of the Bulls. Yeah. He has hired four. He's hired Scott Skiles. He hired Vinny Del Negro. He hired Tom Thibodeau. He hired Fred Hoiberg. He fired Scott Skiles. He put in Jim Boylan 1.0. So we've already had a Jim Boylan. Yeah. There's probably two Jim Boylans walking the face of the earth right now, and somehow both of them, both of them <laughs> is coach the Chicago Bulls. Let's talk yeah. about that. Facts. But – um, fired Skiles, brought in Jim Boy or Pete Myers in the front for the coach. One Boylan
1: has an A A-N- yeah. and yeah, one has an yeah. E-N- you literally different.
0: found two different Jim. Gym- I thought it was the same guy. I'm like, oh wait, no, there's two of them. Wow, this is this is crazy. Yeah. So he's he's fired those four guys, and in between that, he's had Pete Myers and yeah. the other Jim Boylan serve as his uh, coaches. So this will be the seventh one, and if they don't go with Boylan uh, next year, he'll be on his eighth coach. I would like to see if there's another general manager, team, president, whatever you want to call him, in any major professional sports that has had eight cracks at a head coach, four of which are hires. Even if it's just you count the hires, not the interims. Just a co- I, I would just fifth, count the hires. He's hiring his right. fifth coach. Yeah. His fifth coach. He's been here since 2003. That's a coach every three years. Stop yeah, playing. So I, I don't want to hear. People say, you know, like, whatever, man. Like, And they didn't give Fred a fair shake this year. That's a fact. The organization looks bad. That's a fact. People think the Bulls are a joke. Would you want to come coach for this organization and a trigger-happy vice president? Not at all. They fire people on Christmas Eve. They they love firing people in December. (laughs) I mean, like, what's the point? There's no rhyme or reason as to when they fire people. You fire the second all-time winningest coach in Bulls history to bring in Hoiberg, and then you literally don't give him a chance. Every year you give him a new job assignment. Year one, hey, we still think Derrick Rose and them can do it, so get us to the playoffs. Year two, we know you want to spread the floor, so here's Rondo, Dwayne Wade, and Jimmy Butler. Year three, we want to rebuild. Okay, great. I'll lose a bunch of games for you guys. That's fine. I'll fall on that sword. Year four. We don't really know if we want to rebuild, but we know you want to spread the floor. So here's your Bari Parker. But all your guys are hurt. But you didn't win enough ball games. Yo. But we gave Zach Levine $80 million. You there's put, no rhyme or reason.
1: You put that so perfectly. I can't wait to chop that up and post that. You laid that out so perfectly. He never had a cho- hey, he never had a chance, period. Point blank. No continuity
0: ever. in the roster never nothing every year rebuild compete rebuild compete then this year it's let's have a competing rebuild like come on man what are you doing and that all starts at the top any job you've ever worked any place you've ever been sports team ever been on it starts at the top there is no organizational direction we don't know what we want to be we want to compete we want to sell tickets but we want to rebuild we can't even fucking do the rebuild right this is where we are. Luckily, hopefully now we, we we go like 15 and 67 and we get Zion or one of those guys. But we might even fuck that up. Who knows? I told you two years ago, like, like second episode, I said, I'm okay with the rebuild. What I'm not okay with is the rebuild being spearheaded by these guys because they have proven that they cannot do it. And this is the latest example of it. It's a fucking joke. And the rest of the league looks at this shit and says, I don't want a part of that. Because you have an organization and an owner. I love Ryan but Ryan Storper is the most loyal person in the world. Right? Pax looks over at Kenny and says, oh, he's been there for 25 years. I'm gonna be here for 25 years. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter. I don't want you as a gym anymore. I'll just give you, I'll, I'll bump you up. Send you up to the office. It's a joke. It's laughable. Strap in. Strap in Strap and right. I'm sorry. That's it. I've been holding this in all fucking day.
1: And <clears throat> get over the fact of like, Guard packs disappearing, like not happening. Not
0: happening, bro. This perfect set. Kenny Williams. Yes, they're it's here. It's the mafia,
1: and they're gonna be here, and it's just not gonna change. So I think the first step in us kind of strapping in is we're gonna be dealing with these cats for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, at so, least packs, no doubt. Guard might be changed out, but at least packs.
1: Exactly. So lock in for that. One of those two, if not both, will be around for the foreseeable future. Now, if you caught the presser from Paxson, and then we're going to get into a little bit of who Jim Boylan is.
0: but Jim Boylan 2.0. Jim Boylan 2.0, E-N. Yeah. Not
1: A-N. Two but- Jim Boylan's, John Paxson's hired.
0: <laughs> That's how long he's been around, everybody. Two, Not one Jim Boylan, two Jim Boylan's he's yes, hired. Yes,
1: correct. So Paxson's presser, he yeah. has a quick, like, five-minute opening statement, <coughs> if you caught it. The key things I took away were the firing was not about wins and losses, all about the growth of our young players. He thought the energy and spirit was off. Didn't like the way teams had been, the, the team had been playing. Felt like we were playing with a style and a force that he didn't want to see out of that group. He wanted to see a different energy.
0: <sighs>
1: That's a bunch of bullshit. That's a crock. Because I will say this. For all the injuries... That Fred was dealing with, and the roster as a whole itself. There is times where we were losing; we have lost a ton of close games, yeah, and have played hard from what I've seen.
0: Yeah, I don't think the Bulls. I, I, there was a couple games where we, like the Golden State game, we laid down, yeah, you know. But Clay was in the midst of an all timer, but no, I think they have played hard. I think they played hard for him last year. Yeah, clearly.
1: I did the so I didn't really understand the energy part and that that whole farce because. They've played hard. They lost that close game in Milwaukee the other night. Yeah. That's one of the best teams in the league, bar yeah. none. So the, the the effort and the playing hard thing, I don't think I I don't know about that. He didn't he didn't necessarily say playing hard, but he mentioned energy, and he didn't like the way the whole that's playing
0: hard. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole cohesion of the it's, team is it's, it's code, but. Go ahead. I don't, I don't, and also, well, I don't understand the young players development thing. He's playing Wendell Carter 30 to 35 minutes a game and putting Lopez on the bench for most of the game. You know what I mean? So if he was trying to win ball games or not develop young players, he'd be playing Lopez because Lopez might give you a better shot to win some ball games. He's a veteran. So it's not like he's not, Hutchinson's getting minutes. They've been shoving campaign down his throat for three years. He plays him. Maybe the young guy, you know what? Maybe the young guys just aren't that good yet. Wendell Carter, he's gonna be a good player, right? But maybe he's not there yet. These guys just aren't good enough yet, and the other ones aren't good. Man, I would love to hear from Fred. Love to hear from Fred, but he he won't. He's not. He's not gonna.
1: They also mentioned that they didn't like Gar Gar impacts uh, more packs, but mentioned that they basically don't think Fred was fiery enough and all, the, and basically didn't yell enough. It sounded like to me. But we knew that when you hired him. You You knew that. You knew exactly who the type of guy he was. You knew exactly the personnel he needed and was looking for. And Fred Hoiberg was so excited to get a job. I think he was just so – initially, he was just so happy to be there that I can guarantee you that he was just saying yes to everything they said.
0: More bullshit. Yeah. Scott Skiles, fiery coach. You didn't like him. Vinny Del Negro, fiery coach, you didn't like him. Tom Thib- Thibodeau, as fiery as they get, you didn't like him. So that's not true. So then they flip, go get Hornberg. He's not that type And he's of not dude. fiery and enough for have, you.
1: Like one of the things comes out in the media is that uh, he's just not fiery yeah, enough. He's not fiery enough. He doesn't
0: get excited we, enough.
1: Not enough energy we on the side. You need somebody
0: though. more combative. But you didn't want Thibodeau because he was combative. You didn't want these other guys because he was combative. You knew what Fred was. He was a players' coach, happy-go-lucky. The guy's nickname was the Mayor. It's just a smoke screen.
1: Yeah, let's let's make some noise over here yeah. because we're doing not that good a job. A hundred—that's what let's, it all is. Let's fire him. Yeah. We'll bring in Boyle, a great guy. Yeah, assistant coach.
0: Hey Jerry, I'll, I'll hire somebody new. Just gonna get a three or four-year contract, and uh it'll be all right. It'll be good. Ticket sales are good, right? How's Kenny doing? He's good. All right, great good to see ya
1: so does this go back to my whole thing with just boycotting going to the games yes I, I didn't go for a whole year I haven't gone in
0: I haven't gone in two just I'm good just like we they just gotta go though I'll watch I'll watch here and there but I mean honestly like it's a joke this is a joke this is this is what happens when you have people at the top that know that they're just not gonna get fired or know what to do to keep buying themselves time and buy time buy time buy time.
1: One of the things, I know I never like to talk about, like, well, what if this didn't happen? Like, pull that stretch of MJ, pull MJ out of the equation, and we're probably the most laughable basketball organization in the league.
0: Probably. Like,
1: you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate to do that. Yeah. But, like, we hit with Mike, and that was a a long, perfect stretch. But post-Mike, we're no different than the Hawks or any other trash basketball organization. And
0: we're going to ride off the Derrick Rose injury forever. Oh, well, it was, none of this would have happened. None of this six years that followed would have happened if Derrick Rose would have got hurt. Well, guess what? Derrick Rose got hurt. That era is over. And they still have not moved on. They still have not identified their next core piece. They still have not identified their coach. So what do you want? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. How many, how many, what kind of coach do you want? What are you looking for in a coach? How many coaches do you get to hire? How many more coaches can you hire? No, thanks. Until you're the problem.
1: Yeah, and so then you know what
0: happens next? Oh, I can't fire the coach, so I'm going to fire Gar. I'm, it was this was a lot of this was Gar's like? See, the whole Hoiberg hiring was Gar's idea. That's his boy from Iowa State. Yeah, this is Pax. You're boy. the fucking team president. That doesn't happen unless you put your signature on it. I'm sorry. I know how business works. You're in charge. You're the CEO. You're the man. Menzdorf is off in 35th doing what he does over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's he's not he, this, he's okay with this. This is fine. This is this is your baby. You do what you got to do. So it, it's just it's just passing around the blame and it's buying more time and it's more bullshit and we keep falling for it until we demand John Paxson to get up on the fucking podium and tell us what is the plan for this team. What do you want to do? Who do you want to hire? Where do you want to be in 12 months? You can't believe nothing. Wrong people leading the rebuild. I've said it from the beginning. These guys will fuck it up, and they've done it.
1: The biggest thing for me is that the the it looks it just looks so dysfunctional to everyone else in the league. The whole, you see what Steve Kerr said? Yeah, he said like, he never had a chance. He said Hoiberg never had a shot.
0: They said they. I was reading. I think it was Wojnowski was talking about it. They're the Bulls are the laughing stock of the league. Everybody said this is a Bulls move. Of course they fired him right when it's best player comes back that's stupid that's
1: the biggest thing for me is it looks so dysfunctional around the league and if we plan on what's everyone's goal and the way to win a championship in the league get young talent and try to get a big free agent or two yeah right with the how dysfunctional we look we're never going to be able to lure anybody here yeah no one no one's ever going to want to come here because the front office is so untrustworthy there's no direction and Simple as that. Yeah, we can't sell it. There's no sell. You can't either. sell it. You can't sell Chicago. You can't sell it, man. You can't sell. You it.
0: can't close. You can't close. You can, and, and again, you you're gonna have a hard time closing a coach on coming here. What coach? What coach who has an opportunity to maybe get a better job in a year or two is gonna say, hey, let me go to Chicago where if the first sign of what they don't like is happening, I'm probably gonna get fired to protect the man upstairs. You need a full organizational cleanup. Everybody must go decide who your core players are pick two or three guys everybody else must go hit the reset on the rebuild because this this is what you're doing right now it doesn't make sense Jabari Parker for 20 million doesn't make sense it's it's it's, it's a story it's a headline it's a ticket seller man, let's just sell tickets
1: I need to get I need you some tickets to this fired up tickets. every week
0: I'm just it's just ridiculous man because I, I I had some faith in it you know what I'm saying going into the year and let's just see what happens. I like that we were playing Wendell Carter some minutes, you know. I like that Hutchinson and these guys are coming on and they're then they're playing or whatever. Even if it's not good, but stuff like this it fucks up the narrative. It makes you look foolish, and I don't like looking foolish. Like the last couple of years with the Bears, I was bear- only reason I was watching Bears games so I could come in here and talk about it. You know what I mean? No hope.
1: It's just dysfunction. Not organized, no plan. The no plan thing is the big the
0: lack key. of plan. Give me, tell me something.
1: Tell us something. At least
0: hinky came out and told. Remember the good thing about this is it? We're we're almost too transparent. Hey, we're we're we're, we're sucking. Yeah, deal with it. Fine, great. In Philly, yeah. But you didn't fire Brett Brown. he turned out being a decent coach. You don't fire the guy. You don't. You don't. You don't gut the roster and then fire the coach. It's just bad business. You fire him at the end of the year. Good, you can you can. Hey, we got people back, and we still didn't see. what We need to see. Great, he got four years.
1: Yeah, I agree. New, All right. Yeah, let's meet Jim Boylan. Been an assistant coach or like assistant head coach on the team for like the last three years. Yeah. um Before that, was in San Antonio with Pop. Was once a head coach at Utah. Yeah. So he has some head coaching experience. What year was he the head coach at Utah? 2007 to 2011, they didn't really do shit. So he was. It wasn't
0: the Bogut years.
1: No, that first year I think, or the second year they went to the they went to the tournament, lost in the first round, and then the, the two following seasons after going to the tournament, they were like 13 and 17, like very not not very good. Yeah. So that was his kind of head coaching experience. But he's you know he's been in, he's he's a lifelong assistant. Yeah, sure is what he is, right? Yeah. Defensive guy, like you said.
0: We'll see. With a roster full of guys who would prefer not to play defense.
1: A defensive... No, no. Forget about prefer. (laughs) A defensive guy (laughs) with a roster full of guys that don't play defense. don't play defense. Forget about prefer. Zach
0: Zach Levine, not interested. Jabari Parker. Forget about it. Forget about it. Laurie Marketing, I'm not here for that. Yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) let's Let's go develop these guys. Fucking
1: joke. Do you think... I guess for me and the rest of the Bulls fans, look, for, I'm, I'm gonna say what how I feel about it first and I'll get your take on it. But like the hopeful thing to hold on to is we do have a decent young core with Wendell, with Laurie, with Zach Levine. You could put Dunn in there. So that is something that we can kind of hold on to. And you know how you come up to like Bulls fans, you're like, yo, you're a Bulls fan? You're like, and like, where's like where's the, the light at the end of the tunnel type of thing? I I do think it's the 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 young talent that we have locked up for the foreseeable
0: can, future. Can I ask you an honest question? Yeah. Do you see yourself in four years saying, yeah, you know, this core of Markin and Levine, Dunn, and whoever, um, uh Wendell Carter, that, that's a playoff core? Like, look where we are now. Like, you see the makings of that? And, like, just be honest. Like, do you see the makings of a playoff core there, or do you see the makings of a playoff core that needs a few more really good pieces? What what do you mean mean
1: by playoff core, though? Like, are we making the playoffs?
0: Not 41 and 41 playoffs. I mean, like, 51 teams. Like, let me... Okay, so, like, let's say, I don't know, six years... Five years ago, right? Or, I'm, I'm sorry, like, 10 years ago, when... OKC had Harden and Durant and Westbrook and stuff like that. Like, they knew for sure that's a no-doubter. And obviously, that's, like, the peak of it, right? Right. But even when Toronto had, like, DeRozan and Lowry in the beginning, you're like, all right, we, we can see that this is going to turn into something. Do you see us with those type pieces? Beal and Wall, which is a terrible example right now, but, again, you knew you were going to go to the playoffs every year with these guys when they develop. Do you see that? Do you see marketing developing into a to that guy? Do you see Levine carrying us?
1: Yeah, I could see us being a fifty-win team, okay, in the next couple of years with that squad if they stay healthy. I think we have to fill out the the bench is always the key to like Toronto. Bench. Talk about Kawhi, their bench, their bench is, is O.D. Nice.
0: Van Vliet. and the, yeah, Rockford's Fred. finest.
1: And if once then you add a superstar <laughs> dude like Kawhi, and that he you know what I'm saying, like yeah. that's that takes them to the next level.
0: But they have a culture. They have a
1: culture. You have to have a culture. You have to have a bench. And you have to have good young players, obviously, right? Do I think we can win 50 games in the next three years? I think we can. My whole hope is that we can figure out a way to get a free agent to add to those pieces. And then we can really become that 52-53 win team, I think.
0: And where is that free agent?
1: That's the question. Yeah. I have this long lost thing in my mind that Anthony Davis is going to come home. Yeah, coming home, and somehow give up the like what forty extra million.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of other better. <laughs> there's a lot of better. There's a lot of other better options than home. I, I don't think so. Yeah, so, he's not going to come here to do the same thing he's been doing there. He's got a better team there. Yeah, that's from a good top point. The bottom.
1: That's a good point. So. so. The the opt the optimist like me being optimistic. I say we could win fifty games with that core if we add a couple. If we're smart about adding some pieces to the bench and then maybe getting someone else. But I don't know, man. It's tough to say because we don't know anything about our coach if he can be in head coach and if our front office knows what they're doing.
0: Our coach for the next sixty games. Our coach for the next sixty games. He's gonna hire another coach next year.
1: You think so? Yeah, I Because so. Paxson said in his presser today that we see him being the coach next year.
0: Yeah, first two things you said are Paxson said and anything after that. <laughs> anything after that is bullshit. He says a lot of things. Yeah. He says a lot. He's been saying things since 2003. He's been saying shit since 2003. Fuck what he said. Do you
1: think that he just... Knows that he's just trying to keep his job as long as possible. Doesn't really care what happens. I don't
0: think he's trying to keep his job. I think he knows his job is kept. He's just, he's, he's doing probably what he feels are good decisions. He just makes decisions. off. But there's no one telling him like, Hey, these are bad decisions. If you don't stop fucking up, you're fired.
1: Interesting. So like, he's just kind of throwing darts at the board. Like maybe this will work. Yeah. Maybe uh, that'll work.
0: <laughs> the heat's Maybe turned up a little work. bit. I'm going to fire Fred Hoiberg. Right. I don't it, like that Zach Levine shot last week. I'm going to fire Fred Hoiberg just to make it seem like I'm doing I'm I'm constantly doing things. I'm doing things. I'm signing people. Hey, I've tried to make big signings. I convinced Dwayne Wade to come home. I convinced Jabari Parker to come home. I've made moves. I've taken some swings. Bullshit. It's moves to make moves. It's moves to make moves it's that the, is
1: it's that's interesting because you can kind of you move differently when you don't feel like your your job
0: your job 100
1: is on the line you, you don't move, live and die with
0: each trade you, you make you move different you don't live you don't say this is this might be the one that distor- that, that I'm done with you know what i mean you don't yeah you don't
1: yeah, of course, and kind of like the flip side with Ryan Pace, where he was—he put all his chips in the middle oh, this yeah. year, right now.
0: Because yeah, he could be gone. He knew, because he knew he knew he could be if gone. If I
1: don't make these moves, I'm getting ready to be. If he up. worked,
0: if he worked for Jerry Reinsdorf, he's be, he'd be—he'd be great. That's and I'm not good- hating on Jerry Reinsdorf at all because Jerry, I think the good the thing that Jerry does as an owner, he's not like a meddling owner. He he very much like delegates, and you can't knock it because he's won seven championships as an owner. But it's almost like he's almost too not involved you know what i mean because there's something wrong there's something wrong on madison it's not it's not right over there they're not there's there's no there's no again there's no rhyme or reason you can't say this is the rebuild that we're going for this is what we're trying to get
1: do you think it's like some don corleone type shit where reinsdorf's like sitting in a chair looking out the window yeah and his son comes in and he's like dad what do you think and he's like keep him yeah, and then his his the son turns around and 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 then
0: a hundred percent,
1: a hundred percent, bro. Yes, you think it's just yes. The Don Collyon
0: Don analogy is perfect because he values loyalty more than anything. Look at Kenny Williams. When the Heat got hot on Kenny as the GM, what did he do? He fucking promoted him. It's like right. don't be the president, a job that you can have forever. You don't have to go anywhere, Kenny. We love you. You won me my ring in 2005. That's all I needed. That's all I needed from you. Stay around forever.
1: I'm blanking on the son's name. Who, what's Reinsdorf's son? Michael. Name?
0: Michael. Yeah. yeah, so you think you you yeah. think that's what it is? Yeah, Jerry Reinsdorf's a billionaire. He doesn't give up control. And- he might give up day-to-day, like, having to go to meetings and all that shit. But, yeah, he, Michael Reinsdorf isn't calling shots like that. Right. He's not calling shots like that. think that's what it like is, that. bro. He's saying this is the way we do things. We're hands-on. Jerry's
1: sitting. He literally is sitting in a chair looking out the window over yeah. the Chicago
0: skyline. No, and he's, he's sitting in the skybox at thirty fifth, at thirty fifth, <laughs> waiting for baseball season.
1: You think Ronsdorf goes? To, yes, Rossdorf got so guaranteed right in the in the winter.
0: Upset about the five million he has to pay Fred next year because he knows there's a Cuban outfielder that he's had his eye on for the last <laughs> couple of years, and he could use that money for. Remember when we sold Jordan Bell? We sold Jordan Bell for two and a half million, know, and then signed a dude for two and a half million to play for the White Sox. Come on, man. It's a, it's a, read between the lines the Bulls or the White Sox Bank and business is good they're good <laughs> the rates are kicking I love it they're wonderful we got any questions on the chat line? Nah, no, 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 no one's asking they're, they're saying yo it's the business
1: first second's what's Ronsdorf's want yeah I mean they know what
0: yeah it It's you can't knock him as an owner but again I, I just I, I just there's no plan there's no roadmap. there's map. no plan No, there's more frustrating as a fan than to watch your team and, and feel that there's no plan and like the last two years the Bears again what are we doing? Yes. What are we doing? Correct. Where are we going? We're rudderless. You're
1: so right. The most frustrating thing, being a diehard fan of the Bulls, Bears, etc., is when there was no plan and there's still no plan for the Bulls, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that, Nick. I think you bodied that. You very well said. Hoiberg never had a chance. We'll see what uh, Boylan can do. The Bears. We sat here last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Talked about how much of a track we gonna roll them. We were both on the same page. We were sipping the we we were in we were in the, we we were in the own heavy. juice, man. We were sipping the juice, yeah, heavy. yeah, as we should. Everything that they do good, we do better. We're gonna smash the Giants, yeah. And from the outset, didn't it was feel bad right.
0: Yeah, it didn't feel right.
1: Didn't feel right from the from the jump. Daniels well, thank, comes out there and throws a pick.
0: Well, thank God for Eli Manning because he keeps the game interesting always. But uh, yeah, I mean from from the from the outset, just didn't look right. Chase did not look comfortable. I think the game last Thursday for him was easy. This game was a little bit more difficult. Um, and just yeah, never never got that rhythm going. Just just didn't look good, man. And again, when you play a team like the Giants, um, I kind of said last week, like you know, you really just gotta watch out for their playmakers, right? Overall, they're not good, but they do have a couple guys that can make plays. I was just more confident that we wouldn't, that, uh, we would stop those guys from making plays. But obviously Saquon had a good game. Odell threw the touchdown and then caught the touchdown that he should never been wide open on, which was crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, they beat us, man. You know, it is what it is. My overall thought on the game is this though. I know for a fact, if we had Trubisky playing that game, we would have won. So I don't feel too bad about it. I don't think it's any indictment on the Bears or says anything about their season or how we're playing or how we're going to play going forward. We lost by three on the road with our backup quarterback, who did did not play well in overtime, who did not play well. It's not like he played well and we lost.
1: He played very bad. Very bad. It looked wild, slippery out there. Yeah. The ball looked slippery. People were dropping picks. People were dropping passes. People were slipping all over the place. It was that typical game where there was just nothing really to fight for type of thing. We kind of were out there, backup quarterback, whatever. Not to say that we were going to try to go out there and lose, but it was its one of those games where when it starts to get a little tough, it's like, ah do we really want to yeah. like, really start going full go here? Like, eh.
0: Well, I remember when we were down too, we all said like, I, I don't think Chase Daniel has two touchdowns in him. You know, he doesn't have this comeback in him. And, uh, and that was clear. I mean, obviously he did at the end and that was just brilliant play calling by Nagy on that fourth down touchdown. Unreal. Um, uh, yeah. 100%. Unreal. Yeah.
1: I think that before we get to overtime, I think the biggest part of the game for me is what once this is something that we've talked about before. We can't salt games away. Yeah. Like, for as awful as the game started with the pick six, they weren't doing anything after that. No, They were completely stonewalled the rest of the first half. That literally happened like the first or second play. I don't yeah. even remember. And they didn't do anything until that last drive where we gave up a field goal to go into halftime. Yeah. We completely dominated the first half after that. Right. Jordan Howard was toting the rock crazy. Um, I think Jordan had 13 carries. 13 carries for 68 yards at halftime. Yeah. Had three carries for eight yards yards in the second half. That was the game. The the, the game changer for me was we called a timeout going into half. I think we were, Nagy was going to try to save more time to get the ball back and maybe try to go down and get some more points before half. That ended up backfiring. We ended up giving up a field goal. So we stopped the clock for him, end up giving up a field goal. We go in the half 14 10 instead of 14 7. They get the ball coming out. That's when Odell scores that, that, um, the reverse, the reverse 60-yard <laughs> 60 pass. yard pass. By, and we're going to come back B- to that. Best pass
0: that, by a Giants quarterback all year. <laughs>
1: that, we're going to come back to that Odell throw. That shit was ridiculous. That was, yeah. Um, but I think that's where the game flipped for me, right? So, I want to go through this with you. Halftime, we come out. Barkley gets a 14 yard run. Barkley makes a couple plays. Then that's when um, Odell Beckham throws the 49 yard touchdown pass. So now it's 14, it's 17 14. The next possession, this is when Nagy decided that, that the whole Jordan Howard thing was over. Oh. Shotgun. He gives it to these are the first three plays after they score a touchdown shotgun gives it to jordan howard it goes for minus three yards we throw the ball on second down we throw the ball on third down two incomplete passes and we punt yeah after that after the opening drive of the second half jordan howard got two carries, two carries after for that. the rest of the game it's a little bit of like a panic thing like that odell beckham reverse 55 yard touchdown pass put a little panic in Nagy like all right, we have to go score some more points when we easily could have kept playing the defense we were playing running the ball we would have wore them out and won the game 23-20 and got out of there and
0: Jordan Howard's fresh Jordan Howard's fresh legs are super fresh right he he was good for 25 to 30 carries in that game and you could have ground them out borne off some clock yeah you know not, what I'm not saying? Not let them get those ridiculous – don't give them the time to get those ridiculous plays that they are able to make, obviously. They
1: flipped it on us. Yeah. Then they started giving that joint to Saquon, yeah. and he started
0: wearing us up. So when he – he they slow-moed him jumping over Adrian Amos. dog Saquon Barkley is an animal. He's an animal. He's, he, he, he's special.
1: 24 carries, 125 yards for Saquon. Yeah. We talked about going into the Meadowlands – we have to. We one simple key to the game. We stop their run game. Stop their run finished. game.
0: That's it. That's all we have to Eli's do. Eli's not going to beat you.
1: We stop the run. They're finished. Yeah. They're done. And we didn't do that.
0: Can't let Saquon go for a buck twenty five. No, we cannot. Can't really let him get twenty four carries. You know, you got to take them out of running the ball early. But again, no Trubisky. Chase Daniel was awful, and we only lost by three points.
1: Yes, yeah, so my takeaway is, is we need to cause especially I would hate to see us build up a big lead like the first round of the playoffs and then we're still throwing we're throwing the ball in yeah. the second half. It's like, bro, cut it out with well, this. Well, you team.
0: were mister a few weeks ago we don't need to establish the running game.
1: I don't think we need to establish the running game, but we need to be able to close out games.
0: You would be able to commit to the run. Yeah, like close, he he doesn't like, have the ability. The he won't commit to the run. It's hard to commit to the run. One like you said, he went for negative 3 yards. After that he got two. I don't like oh, I don't right. want that to happen again. I don't want that He's to happen dead. again. I go for positive yardage. Right. I'd rather throw short dumps and things like that, which is which is his style cuz even if you look at it, Chase Daniel still completed what like 74% of his passes or something.
1: Yeah, he was, was like
0: 19 for 28 22 or 19 for 25. 26
1: of 39,
0: 285. So 13 26, 66% of his passes. But yeah, he
1: was getting sacked all yeah. day. Yeah. He was he, he was bad. Yeah. Um but that's the thing for me, man. He, there's no way Jordan Howard's toting the rock in the first half. He's almost he's, he's at like six Five a yards
0: a carry. Yeah, five or six yards a carry. And then
1: in the second half, he gets three carries. Yeah. And as soon as we go down three points, it's like, uh-oh, we got, we got to score. We got to score. We got to score. Bruh, relax. Relax. Especially – and I'm not saying that – yo, against the Rams, bruh, come
0: out and Put the pedal, fire yeah, it up. Keep the foot on the against gas. Against the
1: Giants yeah. in the Meadowlands in the rain with a backup quarterback – Stick to the run. Against the okay Eli Manning, yeah. Stick to the run yeah. in that spot. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my big takeaway, but you're 100% right. The Vikings lose. That's great. The Packers lose. That's great. The, Vi- the Lions lost. That's great. And we lost. Yeah. A game we should have won. And now we have three ba- kind of bad losses now. Miami's a bad loss, and they're yeah. all on the road. 100%. Miami's a bad loss. Green Bay is looking like a really it's bad loss. looking like a loss. bad loss,
0: but it's, it's us and Lambeau, which we don't do well. And there, it was week one of the season. Yeah.
1: And now we have this Giants loss. Yeah. Three pretty bad losses on the road. The
0: Miami loss to me was the one that we, the game that we shouldn't have lost. I think that was Another the one. Another
1: game we don't salt away. Yeah.
0: That was the one to me that I think we're going to look back on if, you know, whatever happens. But yeah, I think the Miami loss was the one that we, because re- we were rolling when we played them too.
1: Yo, this is actually a good question. Dame Baldwin, good looks. What are your thoughts on our second half defense? He says lack of run defense, linebackers missing coverages in the second
0: half. Well, they got it. They scored fourteen in the third quarter, but if I'm not mistaken, they didn't score at all in the fourth, right?
1: Um, let me see. I got it up here. They scored three points in the fourth. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it was pretty light in the fourth. But yeah. They give up a a, a fucking reverse fifty yard touchdown pass, yeah. whatever. And then the other touchdown, we kind of got grinded down, and then they went down.
0: The, Beckham, the, the Beckham touchdown and was inexcusable because he was wide open. Yeah. And we were all saying he's literally only, the only playmaker on the field and he should never be wide open. So that was clearly a breakdown in coverage. But I, I don't think the offense was doing them any favors.
1: Yeah, that that drive where Odell got the touchdown like, yeah. on the, like, the reverse throwback yeah. was tough. That was, was a bad drive for the D.
0: It was really bad.
1: But we've shown flashes that in the second half – we, we've, we'll we start to miss tackles. We're a beatable two, two defense inches. in the second half. Yeah. We're a beatable defense. I heard someone on TV today say, it was actually Trey Wingo. I was watching NFL Live. He said, this can't be considered like an elite level. He didn't use elite, but like a transcending defense. That's what he said. Because of lapses in second half, stuff like well, that.
0: Well, yeah. The Miami game is a perfect example. All the missed tackles in the Miami game led to them beating us. It's not like Osweiler was going down the field.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So let's talk Odell Beckham, G. I got, I got. I asked him. We he was obviously getting a ton of heat for the onside kick, not not showing the effort. I don't yeah. really care about that. I think honestly, I think it was live that's, game. That's not and what he, he's there for. He kind of panicked a little bit and, yeah. and didn't know what to do and didn't die for it. Yeah. But is this one of the? Th- I saw someone uh, on Twitter, and I wanted to ask you this, said this Odell Beckham's the best athlete in the world. And he's so then and then I was like so then I thought about it and I was like and on the Twitter, on the tweet, the like the video was playing, like the video of him throwing the ball 60, 50 yards on the fly from what looked like a Mike Vick flick. It was a flick of the like eh, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it went fifty. Then they brought up like then I so then I I was looking up stuff like I was just looking up Odell stuff. Remember when he was at Yankee Stadium hitting home runs in BP? Yeah, like easy. Yeah, an OD jumper, hands crazy. Like, can you consider him one of like one of the top athletes in the world? Is nah. that even
0: nah? I think a lot of times when you look at a lot of these, like he's a ridiculously good athlete, right? But yeah. if you take a lot of people in sports that are ridiculously good athlete and then just throw him in another sport and have him fuck around, you'd probably get a lot of good results, right? Like if you gave LeBron the bat, LeBron might hit a couple home runs. You know, if you put LeBron on the soccer field, he might shake some people up. They're just ridiculously good athletes. So I can't go off that and say that he's the best athlete in the world. But I mean, that's a yeah, a, that's a, a wild it's statement. It's a wild statement. But yeah, is he is he one of those rare breed athletes that probably if he applied his mind to Could any sport? He just do anything. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, dude, I think to be in the NFL, you have to be a freak of nature.
1: Bro, I was shocked yeah. when he let that ball go.
0: Yeah. I was like, wait a second here. It doesn't surprise me, though. Like, I'm sure he's played quarterback to, before
1: in his life. I had to go back and look, like, was did they did they snap that ball yeah. from like the 35? And then you went back and looked, he threw that from the NFL logo at the MetLife. Right. It's like at MetLife with ease, bro. Yeah. Gloves on, no problem. Like, right. I was like, God, well, dang. a lot
0: of these dudes probably grew up playing all types of sports, anyways. Too, you know. I mean, I'm sure you grew up playing baseball. You know, he's from what Louisiana. He probably grew up playing. Yeah, some his baseball. mom is
1: like his mom is like a yeah. track star. Yeah, or something. So lot, oh, lot, she was like a high jumper. Yeah, a lot
0: of these guys are just crazy athletes, man. Yeah. Professional athletes in general are just it's just it's just like a different breed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. especially in the NFL. Ram Sunday. Yeah. Sunday night, to be specific. Sunday night. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I can't wait. I hope it's and I hope it's a clear day. I don't, I don't, I don't want it to be raining or snowing. I want to see us play the Rams. Mono mono None of the extracurricular. Super windy. Like I want to see us play a big time team head up Sunday night. I want to feel me.
0: I want a three hour blizzard. See but like I I want it to be done by Monday morning you, so well, I can go you know to work. Why I but I say that's yeah, because yeah.
1: I want to it's a measuring stick. don't want the stick. narrative to be oh well they Well no, it's a measuring stick for me. Like this is one of the best teams in the league. Uh-huh. Like are we ready to be one of the best teams in the NFC? Like let's find out. Yeah. They're in our building. We're going to play them. They're yeah. right here. They're in town. Let's see what ti- Let's see what time. I, I wouldn't it
0: is. mind those boys seeing a little bit of weather. I understand where you're coming from but I wouldn't mind those boys seeing a little bit of weather. Cause if they're that good, they should be able to play in the elements.
1: Yeah, but no, no, the elements. That's why they, you know, why they play the Super Bowl in domes and hot places. <laughs> so like, you don't have to worry about elements. Yeah. That, that should changes. It just changes the composition of yeah, ball. Of games. course, yeah. I want to see if we can keep up with those boys. That's what I'm excited to see. Do you think we can keep up with those boys?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think our defense is ready to play. Um, it's just all about you know how Trubisky's feeling. Hopefully, he's back. You know, feeling good, throwing the ball well. I feel good about it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as scared as them as I thought I would be. I'm really not. I feel like our offense plays with confidence. I love Nagy as a play caller in certain situations. And again, with Trubisky back, I think we're going to be good. If Trubisky's not back, it's going to be a long night. A very long night.
1: Yeah, and they asked Nagy today about like, is he gonna be in full practice all week? Like with the ones going yeah. all week, and he said he couldn't say for sure.
0: Yeah. I just hope that they were that they were holding him out last week just as a precaution. But we'll see.
1: That's all you got on the Rams?
0: Well, that's all I got, man. Let's just let's just see what let's happens. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. I mean what What about the line? What is the line? I don't know. I don't even know if it's out. Let it's me check out, right yeah. now.
1: It's it's posted somewhere. Well, it's Let me Monday, see.
0: so it should be out. Actually, it should yeah. be somewhere,
1: but I'm gonna I'm gonna say
0: minus five. Uh, I was minus eight and a half.
1: No way! I'm. T- Would you give up eight and a half?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I meant to say. I meant to say. Um, minus. Wow! It's three only. And a
1: half. It's it opened at three, four and a half, yeah. and it's
0: already down to three. I was gonna say three and a half. That's what I meant to say. Go the other way. Yeah. Opened at
1: four and a half, and it's down to three right yeah. now. Wow.
0: Doesn't surprise me at all. Three and a half seems about unders, right.
1: Over under's 52 and a half. I
0: would say over on. I like, that the, over on I like that. the over yeah, on that. I like the over The over that sounds number. pretty good on that one.
1: The over went down from 54 to 52 and a half, though. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um like I said, I'm excited to just see us go mono di mono. It's gonna be Sunday night. Nagy's gonna be in his bag.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm excited to
0: see Nagy versus McVeigh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's gonna be offense.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. A lot of fun plays, a lot of throwing the ball, a lot of explosion, hopefully. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: You don't have to worry about us establishing the run game.
0: No, we don't. We have to worry about them establishing the run game. They got that man over there. He's a monster. Mr. Todd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you feel like we match up? Oh, uh (sighs)
1: I feel like our skill They're players. They're so
0: explosive.
1: Our skill players should keep up with their skill players. Yeah,
0: the issue is they can throw the ball on you and run the ball on you. So you, you got to gotta take them out of both facets of their game, which is always tough. You know what I mean? It's not like one team where, hey, we stop the pass and they can't really run. Like, they got an all-world running back. And they got a quarterback who's just playing as anybody well as anybody in the league right now. And we just talked about golf last week. I mean, he's putting balls in ridiculous places. He's playing extremely well. So, yeah.
1: How much impact should Sunday night's game have on the defensive player of the year voting? Dane Baldwin just asked that for oh, the for Aaron Donald, Donald versus Mack. Khalil
0: Mack. It's going to be on the national spotlight, so I mean, there's going to be a lot of talk about it. It's going to help. It'll impact for sure. It'll impact. Put it this way: if one of them has a, a huge monster game that impacts the game. It's absolutely going to impact that, and they're probably thinking about it too. So yeah, that's a good question. I definitely think it'll have some impact on the game. Um, yeah. Um, Donald.
1: I'm excited to see how we're gonna handle that. He's an issue. He's an issue. Yeah. He's a major issue. Yep. And I just don't know how we're gonna
0: stop him without Kyle Long.
1: This is the other thing too, especially on the interior. You know what gets guys like Mac and Donald? I don't want to say on their heels, but a little bit of run game, a little bit of play action. Yeah. If you like, when Mac knows you're throwing it.
0: Buckle up, bro. Yeah, he's coming. Because he's coming, dog. He's coming. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's good against the run, though, too. Who, Mac? Yeah, he's great against the no, run. No, yeah. yeah.
1: No, no, no. That's not what I said, <laughs> but you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, I
0: understand what you mean. If, yeah.
1: Put it if like If he knows this, you're
0: going to throw the ball 40 times, he's, he's teed up all when game. When
1: someone sticks that ball out there for play action and yeah. you know it's a play action, yeah. it doesn't stop anything, yeah. right? So that's where we're going to have to kind of get that established to run, even if it's with Tariq, even if it's out of the shotgun. Yep. It's gonna be interesting.
0: You missed my Kyle Long comment, but it's all good.
1: I, I ignored it because I know you <laughs> I, I feel you on Kyle Long. And Kyle Long is not around and no, he's not gonna be able to stop
0: Mac. Oh, uh, he's at- not around. That's new.
1: <laughs> so
0: He's probably somewhere turning uh water into wine. Uh, let's keep it moving. Yeah. Let's keep it in the division. Green Bay. Yeah.
1: Mike McCarthy. He's fired as well. Yep. Everybody getting fired today. Stop
0: bringing up his record, too. He's got that a good, is somebody who had to get fired in the
1: middle of the year. He's got a good record. Yeah, he's got a Overall great record.
0: Like, yeah. It should be a lot better. Does he get a new job, you think, next year? Yeah. Someone will hire him. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been in the playoffs eight or nine years. Yeah, I saw a lot of people talking about, what if this is Aaron Rodgers' fault?
1: Like, What if they get a new coach and a new offense and they still aren't doing shit?
0: I just don't see it. And Rodgers is a great player. That's fine. It, it can be his fault all it wants to be. A quarterback like that doesn't come around too often. I mean, it, I, I don't see how it is his fault. If, if, yeah. How? Well, he's a Yeah, like he's a coach how? killer. <laughs> yeah, well, coach yeah killer just like,
1: like, you know, he's. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but. I
0: if will a quarterback say. Quarterback trusts their coach.
1: McCarthy is getting. Every single ounce of the blame, and I think it's a little bit to do with both, but I think it's more just their relationship was so fractured that it was just time to move.
0: Mark McCarthy is one of the late, the worst late-game situation clock managers I have ever seen in the NFL.
1: Without a doubt.
0: He has, you know what, he's terrible. Yeah, without a doubt. He's terrible. They should give him an extra timeout. <laughs> he's, he's guaranteed, starts he's, to have he's, a guaranteed four timeouts. he's guaranteed to burn a, a stupid timeout lose a timeout have no situational awareness and that shit costs you games
1: it is the Mike McCarthy rule
0: that shit costs you games fair enough so he, he he's, he's he's botched many of fourth quarter decisions and if he didn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing Hail Marys why do you think he's throwing so many Hail Marys at the end of the games probably because Mike McCarthy botched some decisions leading up to it
1: and as much as I've said this Remind all your Packers fans they're garbage.
0: Yeah, they're trash. I've been Huff, telling
1: them. Remind them every time them. you see them Yeah. Like, yo, y'all fired your coach cuz y'all are garbage. Trash.
0: I've been telling Vikings fans too, Kirk Cousins is trash.
1: I'm going to have to get back. I'm going to have to get on that.
0: Train, Buckets. Empty on, empty calories, I've baby. Been, <laughs> I've been on Kirk for a minute Told now. Told you, now he's in a pressure situation where he's he's determined to win. he Came up to Bill Belichick. Belichick said, "No, sir." Keep talking hit. about the Pats. Fuck the Pats. Keep talking about, the, about Pats. the Pats. Keep talking about them. Let's let's move on.
1: Before we get on this Pats. They're coming. Man, let's jump on you this. You know thing. how we
0: rocking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Serious situation. Uh-huh. We don't even have to go through how serious Everybody's it is. Everybody's seeing the video. You yes. guys know what the situation is. That shit is, is yeah. an absolute no-no. Can't do it. Was glad to see the Chiefs did what they had to do right away. Where do we go from here for With- Kareem Hunt?
0: Uh, he probably you know sits sits a little bit of time out of football, but he'll be back in the league. I think he's young enough. What,
1: what's a little bit of time like next? He'll he'll be suited up next year.
0: Yeah, someone will sign him in the offseason.
1: I think there's something coming up where they can like a waiver claim. No, he's now. already
0: gone through waivers. Okay, it's already done. Nobody claimed him. Nobody was savage enough to claim him. Yeah, I, how many people you think were thinking about? Doing I think it? Bill Belichick probably gave it some thought. It's like they already don't like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Belichick's like who cares bring him in bring him in he won't act up for us <laughs> you know what I mean uh, Bill Belichick was definitely grinding the gears on that um somebody will bring him in because he's talented man I mean the guy led the league in rushing last year had almost 900 yards this year um catch the ball at the backfield he's young he'll be cheap what'd you think of he his, doesn't have a lot of miles with on him. I think I don't know what else he could have said yeah you know, I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday. I don't think Lisa Salters really grilled him too hard. But I think she also read him a bit and was like, yo, um, you know, I, he's not – this is all he's going to give me. You know, he yeah. apologized. He said he felt bad about it. You know, realized it was a mistake. He owned up to it. Didn't try to make any excuses. Didn't try to say anything bad about the girl or anything like that. He made a mistake. You know, I don't I, – I don't know how to say it. Like, you almost feel for him a bit because the guy was clearly remorseful and realized he made a mistake. and doesn't yeah. seem like a bad dude. But he fucked up, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta live up to it, man.
1: That's one of those things, dude. Is that he's kind of gonna be? This is gonna follow him forever. Yeah. And a lot of people are gonna see him as a bad dude. And I don't know Kareem Hunt, neither do you. But it's like, man, like that's tough. Yeah. You made a mistake, a very, very grave mistake. He's going to be seen as a bad guy, and we don't really know if he's a bad guy or not. He might have just but made a mistake.
0: At the same time, man, you gotta you 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 know you gotta watch the situations Yo, that you put yourself the, in. This is what I was about, talking about yeah. yesterday. So the first thing I saw when I watched the video is if you see, you know, he's he's scuffling or whatever, and then he pushes her, and like three seconds later, his boys come up and start pulling him off. Now, to me, that was the first red flag. If you're Kareem Hunt's man, if you're his boy, right, like, Kareem Hunt is the bag. He represents the bag, the opportunity, the ticket out, whatever you want to call That's it. That's your right? boy, though. And, and-, and he's your boy. You don't let him get in that situation. The second you see Kareem get hot, he had to come out the hotel room, meaning somebody was in there with him, right? The second you see him going towards that door, you need to jump up, sprint up, and stop him from going through that Absolutely. door. Nothing good comes from him confronting this girl. Nothing. Nothing good comes out of it at all. So where are y'all? What are y'all doing? What are y'all focused on that when you don't see the bag get up and start to walk away that you don't stop them? Your boys got to be there for you, man. If you're going to bring these people around and you're going to bring them with you, which is fine. I'm all for because you got to have people you can trust, right? Yeah. But they serve a purpose, right? And they need to stop you from doing dumb shit. Just like when the Ezekiel Elliott thing happened and he was in the bar on a Sunday and knocked somebody out. Who were you with? Yeah. Who lets you fight? Yeah. Why are you fighting? Why were you not escorted out? The second shit goes down, they need to put you in the limo, dog. It's time to go. It's time to go.
1: And make sure it's a limo or, or something, a driver. A driver.
0: So driver. Leave your car at the crib. Leave the car at the crib. why <laughs> why is people grabbing them three or four seconds after that. I don't understand it. Yeah. Had y'all came in and stopped that from happening before it happened, none of the situation would have taken off like that. But you guys are waiting back doing whatever it is that you're supposed to do you're you're that's your job i don't care what nobody Tell Shorty
1: to leave it's time to go have a good night i'm sorry
0: it's time to go we just don't want anything else to happen it's all good cool kareem sit your ass back down yes me you you and you we're gonna go stop kareem because he has that look and the bag is walking out with him right and now look where we are now y'all now y'all gotta go back to do whatever the fuck y'all were doing before (laughs) (laughs) so no facts facts so i mean it's it's you just gotta you gotta be careful your situations your surroundings man You got to, you know, I understand you want to have a good time, do your thing. I'm all about everybody going out and having a good time doing your thing. But you got to have the right people around you that are going to check you. You start feeling like you're Superman when you get that money in your pocket, but you're not. Got to have the right people around you, man. No doubt. Let's close out the show on this.
1: College football playoff. Four teams in Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, and we'll, we'll get to Northwestern and what bowl they're playing in.
0: So that's a better one than you Any comments? That's probably, that's probably a better one than you Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
1: anyway, the four teams, I think they got it right. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. You can't put anybody else in and they put no. in. Oklahoma, we'll start, we'll go four up top. Oklahoma lost one game, and that was to Texas in the Cotton Bowl yeah. earlier in the year. They got a rematch and beat them by a couple scores, two yeah. possessions. Yeah. So they avenged that loss they're in. Notre Dame's undefeated. The only thing I will say is it was never a question were they going to get in or not. Yeah, ever. of course.
0: Um, it's Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. Big win over Michigan, though. They had some big wins. Yeah. I mean, Michi- Michigan was that team until Ohio State. I'm going to tell you Until this. they went to Columbus. So
1: I don't care who's on the schedule.
0: <laughs> yeah. An
1: undefeated Notre Dame is always going to be in the
0: play. 100%. doesn't matter who they play. Period. They can play Duke thirteen times. They could
1: whoever they, whoever's on their as schedule. As they play
0: Duke every year. If
1: they go undefeated, Notre Dame will be in be the playoffs. Yeah. You could book that. Yeah. Clemson rolled. They haven't really played anybody. The ACC is huff, and we'll see how that goes. This Dabo's staying there. He knows they playing, playing the ACC every year. They're playing Notre Dame. Eleven and a half points is the is the spread, and Clemson. I think that's too much. Yes, against Clemson, I would take all eleven and a half against Notre Dame because I think they're. They put it like this: They're not eleven and a half points better than Nevada. no No, um, so I would take that. But they got it right. Alabama, that Alabama Georgia game was awesome, but you can't put a Georgia two loss team in there.
0: And you can't put that. I'm sorry, anybody who's crying for Georgia to be in the playoff. They had I counted. I want to say five straight possessions in which they could have put Alabama away on Saturday and could not do it.
1: They missed a the field goal. Had twenty eight points. I think, I think Alabama scored 23 or 24 on answer points. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Couldn't put them away. Yeah. Missed the field goal. Couldn't put them away. Couldn't score touchdowns. Got conservative.
1: And we were talking about that in the yeah. group chat, bro. You, you, can't,
0: you can't get what conservative. Do,
1: why does this always happen, though?
0: Well, if Fromm was playing a ridiculously good game, he was dealing. Right. But, like, why does this happen? This happens yeah. year after year, time after know. time,
1: sport after sport. You get these big dogs, and you can step on their neck, and everyone yeah, just gets don't do timid. It. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, there's op- there's been games where, the, like Clemson, where they d- they didn't get timid, they just kind of continued to do their thing. But man, you cannot get timid against these dudes because you got you to kill the giant. You got to play to
0: win. You got to not not play not to lose. And a lot of them are playing not to lose.
1: And then, but I think it's funny that we're saying that because Georgia then tries a fake punt at midfield and
0: it doesn't go as planned. Well, which was there's uh, difference uh, I'm, I'm between gonna,
1: stupidity and trying to be aggressive. I'm going to go ahead
0: defense. and say this. That was one of the stupidest play calls and I said in the group message, situationally one of the dumbest play calls I have ever seen a head coach make. Bar none. There was no reason to do that. You had a backup quarterback and talk all you want to about Hurts. He's a running quarterback. So if you give him a longer field, it makes him that much more difficult for Such him. Such a good point. All right? So you give him a short field, right? At the what was it like the 48, they got the ball back. Yeah. So instead of giving the... It wasn't too out there that you're scared of throwing the ball deep. He he can't throw the ball. We know this, right? Why would you want to give him a short field? Yeah, it was stupid. What was the point? And Alabama saw it from the beginning. It was such a bad if play if you call. go
1: back and look at it... First off, it's not 4th and 5. It's 4th and 11.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 4th and... You, you it's really, not 4th you, you, and 3. You have to have a big gain. <laughs> exactly. You it's have fourth, to have a big gain. It's
1: 4th and 11. If, and if you go back and look at the formation... It looks like Alabama's in. Alabama
0: was in defense. Like, yeah, they were in a defense. So, like, call out of that. Call Alabama, out of call that time be, Or out. no, just say, hey, you know, we're going to punt. You cannot run that. You can't run that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: No. You can't run that under any situation. I'm sorry. That that's when I, I was. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah.
1: So we'll leave it there. They got the four. Man. They got the four teams right. I'm excited to see. It. It's going to be out. Al- <sighs> it's going to be um, Alabama Clemson rematch again. Yeah um so we'll see what happens there
0: but double going for that natty
1: yeah how you feel (laughs) about um northwestern and ohio state big 10 championship
0: i mean hey i'll tell you this why why, i mean i know you can't like yo you can't sit up here and like dance on northwestern's grave for getting beat by ohio state No,
1: i'm not dancing on the grave i know what
0: you're trying to do
1: but I will tell you this. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to
0: win the game. My point was that's a big accomplishment for their program.
1: And it is. And I was super – it put a smile on my face to tune into the game Bro. and see Northwestern in the end zone, the big end zone painted purple you? with Northwestern. But
0: – I don't say this often, but
1: you are such a fucking hater. Pat Fitzgerald <laughs> ends the season – and 8-5. and 8-5, like he does every single year. Which
0: is good enough for Northwestern and alumni. They're in the holiday bowl. What did you say like yesterday? They
1: are every single year. What did
0: you say yesterday? What, what when did the I game say started? Yesterday. When the game started, even when you saw the Northwestern, you kind of felt a certain type of way. I did. So yeah, if you're an alumni, you feel great. Extremely it's fortunate. It's fucking Northwestern. How many s- games they're not going to win? Thirteen fortunate games. Fortunate
1: to be in the Big Ten championship. That's great. But fortunate.
0: No, they earned their way to the. I don't believe in down, fortune. Down years no, for Wisconsin, Iowa, whatever. Fortune, that fortune. Whole, now they're fortune. They what? They, they, they played their way into that game, bro. What do you mean? It's they, not fortunate. They played their way into the game. You are what your record says you are. Yeah, and, and they're and, eight and yeah, four, and
1: they're eight and four every eight, year. Eight and they play in the Heineke, the Heineke, and the the uh, the <laughs> Holiday Bowl, <laughs> the and uh, <laughs> like every year. So and that's the alumni fine. are happy. That's fine. I just what wanted, do you want this is the problem. You think that's the ceiling for Northwestern? I ceiling think the we can, I think we can be a major, major player in the Big Ten every year. I think major, Pat major player with Pat. Yes, just what I said. And Pat Fitzgerald will never get us there. We could be in the top three of the overall. We why can't we be Wisconsin? I don't see why not.
0: No, it's, why not? Because it's, it's it's why not, it's not in the. It's it's just not how that's going to happen and, for and, them. And
1: you want to know why? Because Pat Fitzgerald's the coach. That's right, why right. it will always be a 7-5 and five win team or a 6-win team with a, with a Heineken ball. So you bowl. think you can do with better a, than with Pat a little, With a Little Caesars. Yes, of course. You got to start letting kids in. You got to start letting guys in.
0: You got to let guys in. They don't
1: let guys in at you gotta Notre Dame. got to let guys Dame. in. They don't let guys in at Notre Stanford. Dame
0: is picking from the best players in the country. Fair. They don't let guys in at Stanford. Don't talk about the they California scores. California is different, no. bro. You don't have to leave the state. Stop playing. So, California, so, and, Texas so got, so California so, and Texas are different. California so and Texas are different. just so I got this And Florida too. So just so I
1: got this Don't straight. Don't have to leave. The ceiling for Northwestern,
0: seven wins. Can't do better, period. That's it. You get a 10-win season in there. When? That's what they're going to do. When? What are you looking for? You're looking for them to be Ohio State University. When? It's not going to happen. When are they going to get a 10-win season? It could, it could happen next year. We'll it could happen next year.
1: Don't lose to Duke. We'll leave it there. But I'm not going to sit. What I'm saying is... Northwestern can do better than Pat Fitzgerald and what they do every year, and it'll never get there because we won't let it because everyone loves Pat. So, you want to
0: fire Pat Fitzgerald?
1: I would fire Pat (laughs) Pat Fitzgerald. (laughs) It'd be tough to say that after coming off of a Big Ten championship. Yeah, I I don't think you can
0: fire Pat Fitzgerald. I I would have fired
1: Pat a couple years ago.
0: You would have fired Pat Fitzgerald.
1: There's no excuse. Okay, how about this? Now, now give me an excuse because now we've made the Big Ten Championship. We have the best facilities in the country. We're in a big market. We're in the Big Ten. Why can't we get players like Stanford does? Do
0: they have the best facilities in the country?
1: They Yeah, we just got some unreal facilities. Yeah. On the lakefront. Best,
0: best in the country?
1: Best I mean, I mean, Okay, it might not be better than Alabama's, but it's
0: up there. Northwestern won 10 games last year. Did they? Yeah. And then two years before that, they won 10 games. And three years before that, they won 10 games.
1: Okay, 11 games then. So st- That's the
0: ceiling. Have a seat. Well, what ball what games
1: are we playing in?
0: They, they, <laughs> they went to the Gator Bowl. Oh, yeah. They won the Gator Bowl. Oh,
1: yeah. Against okay, too.
0: So he's been to Alamo, Outback, Ticket City, Monarchy Car Care. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> Car Care, Gator, Outback, yes. Pinstripe, Music City. And let me. They won let, ten ball games let, last year. And
1: let me be. And so, I get. when I say ten, I mean going into bowl season with ten. Nine. Okay. I mean, like, if you win the bowl game, you win ten. Like, okay, I'm talking about. Yeah, they like, had nine. You get to the end of the year and you have ten games. You you. So you want eleven.
0: You want eleven wins. Yeah,
1: I I, I want going in the bowl season with ten wins. That's eleven and two. Not that at the end. So you went year ten and three, time, but right? you
0: want eleven and two. So he needs to get fired for that one game. Let me be clear.
1: I think that Northwestern can do better than. More times than not, nine he's got three ten wins seasons. Nine and three. That's where we're at. Three ten win seasons. We can do it. I got faith.
0: He had more wins last year than U of I has over the last eight years.
1: Yeah, U of I is the worst. I, I no don't joke. even want to talk about
0: them. Man, yeah. joke. Shout out, Lovey though. <laughs> shout out, Lovey's beard, and he got an <laughs> Yo, extension. Beard, yeah, he got, got an extension. The, a fire ass beard. Yeah, shout out, got I love Lovey. Shout man. out, Lovey. Man. I want Lovey to win eleven games this year. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it for no catch up chicago man thank you for tuning in Alyssa. thank you for rocking the production it was beautiful she came through major did a great job absolutely make sure you subscribe on youtube leave us some five-star reviews on itunes if you listen to the pod share instagram share Share. tell the homies
0: tell everybody tell a friend
1: yeah man keep tuning in for the live stream and talking shit with us we love that man for nick the quick Mm -hmm. i am sean little No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up. Rams in town on Sunday, baby.